Ding dong merrily on high. Well, it's day five of the massive attack. Twelve days of Christmas specials. 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 And it's Mitch here with Joe, as always. Hello, Mitch. And yes, day five. We're still going. I know. Feels like just yesterday we recorded. It does, yes. Well, yesterday we talked about Emmett Otter and his jug band. And, well, that was puppetry. Now we're going to stop motion animation. Now you're probably thinking, oh, we've finally hit the rank and bass. No. No. (laughs) Very, very far from it. And it couldn't be any further from (laughs) Emmett Otter's jug band either, could it? Yeah. Like we said before, in earlier episodes, we, we found some things that were nostalgic to us, like He-Man, and we've also looked for obscure things that we've discovered. And this is one of those where I've just gone out searching and found The Junkies Christmas, written by William S. Burroughs, beat poet writer, famous for The Naked Lunch, I suppose, and a lot of other things. Yes. And... Yeah, knew nothing about this, so we just no. sort of looked through the files. We're going, oh, what are we going to watch? Let's let's grab that one. And I've got to tell you now, spoilers, it's fucking awesome. It is, isn't it? Yeah. It's amazing what you can find just by going onto YouTube and just typing the word Christmas. Yes. <laughs> There's not a lot of information about it. It's a VH1 production. It's, it's produced by Francis Ford Coppola. It's 21 minutes long. It's stop-motion animation to a reading by William S. Burroughs of one of his stories from Interzone, which was called The Junkie's Christmas. And do you want to go into the plot? Yeah, it's basically a heroin junkie who is being released from spending a few days in county lockup or local police station lockup sort of thing in New York. And he gets out of prison and he He wants to go and get a fix. fix. And what transpires is, yeah, how he gets his fix. Yeah. Do we want to go spoilery with it? I kind of don't want... I want people to check this out. Yeah. Yes. We'll get to the end. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll talk it through and we'll give you a spoiler warning when we get to a certain point. All right. So it, it is on YouTube. So if you do want to pause the podcast now, go and watch it on YouTube. Junkies Christmas. So it's quite easy to find. It should be on our Facebook page. Probably. We'll link. put the link up. Yeah. And yeah, have a, have a read or have a watch and... Come back if you don't want it spoiled, or if you do want to have it spoiled, we'll just tell you the story. Yeah, we'll we'll go into it. So yeah, like you said, it was um, a junkie gets it let out and he needs a fix, and he's penniless. He's got no money, so he's he sort of sees a car there going. Oh, maybe I can steal that. So he goes up to it and he's going to go steal from it, and yeah, he sees a present on the back seat of the car because it is Christmas, Christmas Eve, it's Christmas, Christmas Day. Day, and he's sort of casing the car out and he's about to break in, and someone the owner comes out and sort of catches him and sends him on his way. And he's like, oh. And he's going through withdrawals. Yeah, he, he, he needs the fix, and then he sees a suitcase or a briefcase yep. in the in a doorway. In the doorway, and he goes, oh, and he sort of pretends, looks for a cigarette, and then steals it, and runs off, and thinks he's got something. Opens it up and finds two packages in the suitcase, and opens the packages, and they're human feet. Yes, which he's a bit freaked out by, as you would be, and throws them away because the suitcase is still pretty good and got to be worth something. And ends up going seeing a. Is it a dealer friend? No, just someone who might so, buy off him. Yeah, yeah, he refers to him as the buyer, so he's obviously the sort of guy that... You sell your fence goods yeah, deals with his stolen goods, and he sort of lowballs him a little bit and sort of says, oh, you know, this briefcase isn't very good, and smells a little bit weird, and maybe I'll, Mexican give you, leather. <laughs> maybe I'll give you $3 for it. And obviously, Danny, our protagonist, decides that he needs every bit of money that he can get, so... So, sells it, and then he goes, I need to get my fix, and the fence tells him that... Joe the Greek, what was it? Yeah, his, his normal dealer isn't around anymore, so Danny... And he sort of racks his brains a little bit and realises that he has got a connection with a guy that I, I think is probably a bit of a, a dodgy doctor. No, no, 
I don't think so. He just It's a doctor who's he's been to before and told him never to come back. Yeah. He sort of goes there and sort of fakes injury or fakes something else. What do you, what do you have? Uh, I've got it written here. Facial neuralgia. Mm. Yeah, and the doctor basically said, I'll give you a quarter thing of morphine. And he goes, oh, can you give me more? And he goes, well, if you, if you have what you say, that will be enough. Otherwise, you're lying and I don't want to see you ever again. So he takes a little bit of morphine and he's happy it's in his pocket. He goes to a flop house. He, yeah. And this is, it's all told through by William S. Burroughs and he has this sort of rhythm to his speaking and a sort of a rough like he's quite an old man by the sound of when he read this yeah he's got a real cadence of the way he mm. he does it it's, yeah and he, he goes through this it's a very big poet in a sort of way and in, when he goes to preparing the morphine to inject it's actually quite upbeat in tempo and everything that does so that was sort of really cool and as he's about to inject there's a moans next you know in the next room and it's sort of putting him off he's about to get his fix and puts him off and he ends up going and seeing what it's all about and he, you think it's a young boy who's going through withdrawals as well and it turns out he's got kidney stones and yep. he actually makes a comment saying oh, I've faked it enough times so that's what it really looks like and the guy's in a lot of pain he goes I'll call you an ambulance and he goes they won't come they won't come but he realises that they'll think it's a fake yeah they'll think it's a junkie wanting to get a shot for his fix sort of thing and Danny's yeah. probably done this himself yep so he's sort of like, oh he's a bit of I don't know Christmas spirit enters him or something but he basically goes and gets his morphine shot and injects the young boy with it when I say young boy he's 18, 19 yeah not a young boy and um he's instantly feels better yeah, with the morphine goes, he goes into that heroin and he, nod and, and he goes oh I haven't slept for days and now I can sleep and thank you. And he goes down and Danny closes the door, puts a blind down for him, leaves him go, goes back to his room and sort of, you know, gets a bit of the shakes going, oh, that was my fix, but he sort of felt a bit better for himself. Then what happens? Yeah, a strange twist. He has the, what do they call it? The immaculate, immaculate fix. <laughs> and this... The whole stop motion of this is like very crude claymation, and then when similar to gets, a tour video, as you pointed yes, out, yes, very much. And then when he gets his immaculate fix, there's like a golden hue that comes across the screen, and he goes into that heroin nod again. He sort of leans back and Has lets nice his sleep. body drift away. So it's, yeah, it's got you got that happy ending about a junkie. But. Yeah, I was transfixed through the whole just the cadence of the way William S. Burroughs narrates it. The fact that he's going into so much detail, like when Danny's preparing the needle you know that William S. Burroughs knows what he's talking about and yeah it's something about it like I knew pretty much nothing about William S. Burroughs like I even had him confused with Hunter S. Thompson because I was like is that the living Las Vegas guy and then we realised it wasn't but yeah again this is another thing that I'm I'm not really sure how you found it but I'm really glad you did yeah well like we said yesterday with Emmett Hodder I don't think I'll be watching it every year it won't be a tradition but this one could be I I think I could get into this yes not with my young son or anything but it's kind of cool and I'm tempted now to maybe check out some more S. Burroughs. Yeah. But I wouldn't read it because I don't read it. No. I'd have to have him read it. It, it wouldn't be the same without him doing the voice. Yeah. Mm. And I was reading here that he did a spoken word performance with Kurt Cobain doing a guitar track and under him. Not literally under him. Like he was on a <laughs> coffee table and he was shitting on him or something. It wasn't like that. <laughs> no, it's William S. Burroughs, not Daddy Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Famous Hollywood story, but we won't go into that on this Christmas okay. podcast. <laughs> Is it Christmas related? We could. Maybe. Okay. All right. Well, that was The Junkies Christmas, and that was day five of the Massive Attack podcast Christmas specials. 12 days specials. of Christmas specials. Yes. We're almost halfway. Well, it's getting close. It is. And again, we're not really sure what we're going to do tomorrow just yet, because we do have quite a pile to choose from, but we will be posting it up on our Facebook page, and we'll, uh, we'll let you know. And until then, we'll see you tomorrow. Stay safe.
Thank you.